Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zayfer Tzalek Levracha. Essay 19, Stress-Free Life, Shah Habitachim Introduction. Chovos Halvavos. The Balbi Tachim is free of stress, even if he is unable to sell his merchandise, is unable to collect his debts owed to him, or if his body is afflicted with sickness, he knows that Hashem chooses what is best for him, knowing better than we do about what we need. As it says, I have total reliance on Hashem, for he is my only hope. Tehillim 62.6. Rav Asher. Rav Shlomo Brevda, Zatzal, 1931-2013, was a great man whom we recently lost. His sons shared with me just how ill their father had been most of his life. He saw a doctor who said, I've never seen someone so sick in so many parts of his body, and yet have no complaints. He charged ahead with his Avodah Hashem with great simcha and love. We invited him and enjoyed his drushas in the yeshiva many times. He was powerful. We are like children who know that our parents love us, but because of our young age, we cannot understand why they seem to be causing us pain when they give us bitter medicine. Mommy, I don't want to take medicine. It's so bitter. I hate it. Some children will even add, you're a bad mommy. Don't force me to take it. But we always respond, sweetie, I love you so much, and I care about you more than you can ever understand. This is what you need to get better. I know it's bitter, but I'm giving it to you for your health and because you need it. On the contrary, not giving the child the medicine would be neglect and would hurt the child. This is a perspective that we must have. Hashem is our merciful Father who loves us unconditionally, and He knows which medicines we need, as painful and bitter as they are for us. He doesn't withhold them just because we are children who don't understand. Let me tell you a story of a good friend of mine, Rabbi Greenbaum. He's a wonderful mashkiach in an Israeli yeshiva. He was on an airplane recently, and all of a sudden began to experience a debilitating, splitting headache. It bothered him very much. He asked the flight attendant if she had any ibuprofen, which for him had always helped relieve his headaches. She checked and came back. I'm sorry, Rabbi. We don't have ibuprofen. All we have is plain aspirin. He thanked her for her efforts and took a large dose of aspirin. He closed his eyes to rest and a few hours later started feeling numb. He was having a stroke. He pushed the call button and they called for a doctor. The doctor ran over, examined him, and reported, you just had a stroke, but there appears to have been no danger and no damage. Did you take any medication? When the doctor heard about the large dose of aspirin, which he had just taken, he said, that aspirin saved your life. If it would not have been in your system, you may have died today. Roy Greenblum saw his doctor back at home and was told that he did not have to be hospitalized. The punchline is that he reported, at first, I was very upset that I had a terrible headache and upset that they only had aspirin and no ibuprofen. Little did I know that the headache and aspirin were there to literally save my life. This is called Mokdim Refua Lamaka. Hashem sent the antidote before the blow. Hashem chose the good for him better than he could have chosen for himself. Before I retired from my recruiting job at the yeshiva and gave it on to others, I had spent 30 years traveling to America at least once a year. There were so many times that the travel agent made mistakes and was unable to change things, causing me to end up in the quote-unquote wrong place for the quote-unquote incorrect amount of time. Throughout my travels, I saw that these mistakes were simply a way that Hashem sent me to be somewhere else for a specific reason. Sometimes it was for a simcha or to meet someone. I learned to embrace the trip that Hashem had in store for me instead of fighting it with frustration and resistance. My itinerary got messed up on a recent trip and I ended up in LaGuardia Airport unplanned. While there, I found out that I was in time to attend the internet asifa and meet a new bachar for the yeshiva. Sometimes when things go wrong, I don't catch myself in time, and I get upset that my day is not going the way that I wanted it to go. I learned to put my trust totally in Hashem and believe that He brings me exactly where I need to be. I once got a check from Chutzlaretz for tzedakah, 
and the bank refused to accept it. I was upset and had to wait until after Shabbos to cash it. It got pushed off from Thursday to Monday. By the time I got to exchange it, after the three-day wait, the dollar had gone up by 15%. I forgot that Hashem was running the show and simply wanted me to receive more money for the yeshiva. You have to catch yourself and say, Hashem is taking care of us. I've shared this one before. At the yeshiva, we were once waiting for a check from a donor and were agitated that it was not coming. Suddenly, the donor was arrested and charged for fraud, and each person affiliated with him was investigated and publicized. Their names and organizations were all posted, causing much embarrassment to innocent people who had simply gotten charity from him. How many times did Hashem save someone from disaster by making him or her sick? People didn't make it to the Twin Towers that morning due to their running late, or family emergencies, or because they were davening slichos. Imagine if on September 11, 2001, someone was thinking, I can't believe I'm stuck in this terrible traffic. I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to lose my job. How could Hashem do this to me? Had he arrived on time, he may have lost his life. There were an estimated 500 Jews who normally worked at the time of the crash, yet the Kaddish Baruch Hu created reasons to keep so many of them home that morning. Some were sick, some were saying slichos. Hashem decides who should live and whose time is up. The stories are endless. We need to learn to trust Hashem. One man missed a plane that ended up crashing. Another person had a medical issue that led to the discovery of a more serious issue that that was now able to be addressed in a timely manner. I know of someone who got a glick shidduch, quote-unquote. The problem was that her family was rich and famous, and although he was a prize bucher, it was a total mismatch. This came out very quickly, as well as her major unfixable issues. Sadly, they got divorced. He had trouble getting remarried due to his divorce history. He was suggested to a quote-unquote simple girl. He met her, and they really appreciated each other. After getting to know each other, they got married and built a beautiful Torah home together with a connection to Hashem and to each other. This young man later told me, it was worth all the pain, suffering, and embarrassment of my divorce to get the wife that I have now. Because when I first started dating, my own biases and ego wouldn't have let me even look at my quote-unquote simple wife to consider her for marriage. My painful experiences taught me about true priorities, and I'm a lucky man to be married to this great woman. Hashem helped me get to where I needed to, despite my mistakes and resistance. Summary. The Boy Scout motto is, be prepared. So here is your preparation. Things in life will happen, and your first reaction will be to experience upset and frustration. Calm yourself, clear your mind, grab on to bitachon, and repeat, Hashem is running the world, and he knows with his infinite wisdom what's best for me. This situation is for the best. Repeat it until it sinks in. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara Bitochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochen to life. Based on the Shurim, a Rabbi Usher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.